Hey friends, before we start the show, I want to invite you to check out my brand new free training all about how you can start your own freelance business from home. In this completely free one hour training, I am going to share with you exactly how I was able to leave my full-time teaching job and replace my income by freelancing and how you can do the same thing too. We're going to talk about how you can find skills that you already have and what services you can offer, as well as what you need to actually get started today. So you can go check out my brand new free training. It's my gift to you at aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. That's aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. And we will link that up in the show notes for you. All right, now let's go ahead and dive on into the show. Hey friends, I am so glad that you are back here tuning in to the Freelancer to CEO podcast. Today we are going to be talking about the difference between portfolios and resumes. What do you need as a virtual assistant? What do you need to send to potential clients if they ask you for something, a resume, a portfolio? What is the typical thing that you send? What do you need? What's the difference between a resume and portfolio? Can you just use your previous resume? We're going to dive into all of those questions. I know it is something that comes up a lot, especially if you are brand new to being a freelancer and being a virtual assistant and you've heard this term portfolio thrown around and you're not totally sure what it is. We're going to break all that down in today's podcast episode. So don't worry. Let's go ahead and dive on in. Welcome to the Freelancer to CEO podcast. This is the podcast for overwhelmed freelancers who are ready to simplify and scale their business so they can earn more and stress less. I'm your host, Aubrey Malik, and I'm a former elementary teacher who launched my own freelancing business, and now I want to share all my secrets with you. Each week, I'll be sharing business strategy, systems, and tactical tips that you can take into your business today so you can finally step into that CEO role you desire. Let's dive on into the show. So let's first break down what a resume is. Most of you probably know this, right? Your resume is maybe one, maybe two pages front and back, printed. You use Times New Roman font. You've created it in Microsoft Word and it's front and back. It's on a nice crisp sheet of white paper and it shows your education. That's usually how it starts off. It has your name at the letterhead, your address, your phone number, where they can reach you. Um, It shows your education, where you went to school, what do you have your degree in, do you have your undergraduate, master's. Sometimes I feel like they even recommended including your GPA on there. Um, You can definitely do that if you want to. And it also, then after the education, it also shows all your previous work experience and what you did at those places. So you would start with the experience and the work that you had that would apply to the job that you're applying for. Um, And then you would go back through. I think when I was doing teaching, I even had some of my nannying experience on there. It wasn't like a technical, like quote unquote, official job, but it was a nannying gig and it spoke to the fact that I worked with kids and had all that experience. And then after your work experience, you might have some awards or achievements that you've accomplished. You might include some organizations that you're a part of. So for me, I was in a educational honor society in college, so I would include that. I'm not really sure if that got me anything, but people would always say, you know, you never know who might be a I forget even what the name of it was. It was like a Kappa Delta Psi Educational Honor Society. 
Um, and they're like, you never know who might be on the interviewing committee and they might be a Kappa Kappa Delta or whatever it is. So include that, include that on there. And then you might also include some skills training that you had. So I would include things like I was familiar with Microsoft Word and Google Drive and any other program, Smartboard and technology that I could use in the classroom to show that I was competent. So that's really what a resume is. That's what a lot of people are used to seeing when they are going to apply for jobs. They include this with maybe a cover letter and any letters of recommendation. Like that's usually what that job experience is like. Now on the flip side, what is a portfolio? A portfolio is going to showcase what you have to offer and who you are. It's less about what you've done previously and all the education and experience that you've had. It's a lot less about that. And also too, most of the times your portfolio is going to be a digital version. It's going to be made to be distributed online as opposed to like printing it out and walking it into an office and handing it in. Um, there's multiple pages to a portfolio. And like I said, it's less about that previous experience and more about how, how you're going to help the potential client. What do you have to offer to help them in their business? So for a virtual assistant, for a freelancer, what do you need? You definitely need a portfolio. You don't need a resume. You don't need to list all of your accolades and all of your education experience. It's not about someone with the most experience. It's really more going to be about, do I have a service to offer you to help you and your business grow? Is this a good fit for business owners. I have done tons of tasks that have absolutely nothing to do with my education degree or my teaching background. And that didn't really serve me in a sense of like that would have helped me to get the job over someone else. Like my degree and the fact that I had a master's degree really didn't matter in the long scheme of things. It was more about the relationship that the potential client and I had. And if I had a service that would really help them, if I had any prior experience to doing this, that was really more of what it was about. So let's talk about what your portfolio should include. So you're gonna to wanna to start out your portfolio with an about me section. Very brief, it does not have to be your whole life story, but you know, look around online, see what other people are putting. You can even look on people's websites to see their about section. You know, Search some different virtual assistants or freelancers, or if you're doing social media management, Pinterest management, podcast management, search to see you know, how people describe themselves. But basically, you just wanna tell a little bit about who you are, why you got started, why you're super passionate about maybe working within the industry or the niche that you've decided on. Um, and you can tell you know, if, about your family, you can do little things, but again, don't make this this whole you know, novel just give the business owner a brief little introduction about who you are, where you're from, what you're all about. The next section you need is the services that you actually offer. So if you've already started to specialize or if you say like, hey, I already know like I wanna just do social media or I just wanna do content writing or blogging, you know, having those different services that you offer to them. And then the next piece is going to be your packages and your pricing. Now, if you are doing a virtual assistant and you're doing hourly, you can have your different hourly packages and the prices that will be for each one of those hourly packages. Or if you're doing package pricing where you're bundling a bunch of deliverables or a bunch of tasks together and saying here is the flat rate for that, you can list those there. The next thing that you're going to want to include 
is testimonials or previous examples of work that you've done. So what did this look like for me? When I was first getting started, I had never worked with a client before, so I didn't have any testimonials to put in there, um, but I did want to do some graphic design work. I wanted to create graphics online. So for me, I went into Canva and I played around and created a few social media graphics that I could put in there just to show like, hey, I have played around with this before. I have experience with this. I've done it, even though it wasn't for a paying client. And we did a whole podcast episode all about if you don't have experience yet, if you've never worked with a client before, how can you gain some experience to include in your portfolio? So definitely check out that episode as well. Then the next thing you want to do after testimonials or, or examples of your work, again, if you don't have any, this does not have to be something that you stress about. This does not have to be something that you include right away. Again, it's more about building that connection with the potential client. So I've looked at portfolios myself when I've been working with students or when I've been hiring for my business that didn't have any examples or testimonials and that's okay. Um, I was more actually interested in the pitch that the freelancer sent me. Uh, that was really what caught my eye and actually wanted me to go look at their portfolio. And then the last piece that you really need to make sure that you have is a way that clients can book a call with you. So that's making sure that within the last page of your portfolio, you have that next step. So where does the client go from here? If they are loving what they're seeing, if they feel like you would be a great fit, if you have services to offer to them, if they've looked at some of your testimonials and your examples and they feel like, yes, this is someone I definitely wanna jump on a call with, making sure that that last page has those next steps. So making sure that you've linked up to your scheduling link. So either Acuity or Calendly, those are two really great options in the beginning. Um, making sure that you have your email there so that they can get in touch with you. Maybe you were someone that they were looking through a Facebook group and they found your portfolio linked. So how do they get in touch with you? Having all that stuff there and kind of giving them that guidance. What are the next steps look like? If you feel like this is going to be a great fit, great. Click on this link here and schedule a call with me. We'll jump on a 30 minute discovery call and we'll talk about all your needs for your business and what you're looking to outsource to see if this could be a right fit. Three, if everything feels good after the discovery call, I will send you a proposal. If the proposal looks good and meets all of your needs, we will move forward with an invoice and a contract. So kind of letting them know like, hey, this is what the next couple steps are gonna look like so that they can already start to mentally prepare that uh, with you, that process with you. So that's what you need for your portfolio. This is what a lot of clients are going to expect from you. If you don't have a website yet, this is your form of your mini website. Each one of these pages would be like a different tab on your website. You would have a section about you. You would have a section about the services that you offer. You might have a section about testimonials from clients, kind words from clients, what are clients saying about working with me, or different examples or different analytics or case studies that show the work that you've done. So it's very similar to a website, except it's way easier, it's way faster to create, and this is definitely what I recommend to people who are getting started who are not ready to invest in the website just yet, do a portfolio. It can be easily created in Canva for free. You can do Canva completely free. That's canva.com. I'll go ahead and link that in the show notes for you. And then you also can, with Canva, you can include your branding colors and your logos and different images that might speak to your potential client, your ideal client, who you would want to work with. Um, and then if you are a part of the prep, you already have a portfolio template ready to go. It's easy, it'll 
it will be easily copied and pasted right into your own Canva account by clicking on the link within the prep that is in step number two. So you can already go ahead and do that so you don't have to reinvent the wheel and recreate things. That template's already there for you. If you're not a part of the prep and you want to jump in, what are you waiting for? The prep is going to give you the five steps that you need to get your business off the ground. It's going to lay that solid foundation. You've heard the student spotlight success stories on the podcast about how helpful the prep is. I don't have a ton of fluff in there. I really want to give you exactly what you need to start the ground running. And this portfolio template is included in there. So that's gonna help you if you're stressing about, okay, I know I need a portfolio, but now I've gotta go think about how to create this. Like, ah, I'm spinning my wheels here. That is already a step taken out for you too. So if you want to grab the prep, go ahead and head to aubreymalik.com slash the prep. It's linked for you in the show notes already so you can easily grab that. Come join us. Make sure you're a part of the Facebook community after or even before, of course, but definitely make sure that you're a part of the Facebook community so that you ask questions and get support and additional training from me and just have a really great community around you as you are doing this. There are going to be times where you're going to be asking questions and wondering, hey, what am I doing? What, what should I include? Does this look good? If you're creating a portfolio, post the link up in our Facebook community. We will give you feedback on it. So definitely go check out the prep if you're not a part of it. But I also encourage you to join the Facebook community as well so that you can gain additional support. It's a great place for you to come right after listening to the podcast episodes. If you've got questions, if you had anything that stood out to you, definitely come and join us over there. That link is aubreymalik.com slash community. And all of the links, everything that I talked about in today's podcast episode is linked for you in the show notes. So don't worry. You can just go grab it there. It's an easy click away. And I hope this episode was helpful for you if you've been wondering like do I just take my resume from my previous job and start sending that to clients no you create a portfolio again it's more about showcasing who you are and what you have to offer the services that you can provide to clients and having those next steps don't forget that part the next steps page is the best part because if a client really likes what they're seeing out in their portfolio you want to capture them right at that moment you want them to be able to click a link to go to your calendar to book that call to get it on your calendar so thank you so much for tuning into the freelancer to ceo podcast i can't wait for the next episode leave us a review if you're loving what you're hearing on the podcast and i will catch you in the next episode Thank you for choosing to spend some time with me today. I appreciate you so much. If you haven't yet, I would love it if you would leave me a review on iTunes and share this episode in your Instagram stories and tag me. By sharing and reviewing, you can help spread the message so we can reach more entrepreneurs who are ready to scale their business to new heights. I will see you in the next episode.